James Dundon. This is all your fault, you and your stupid program. James Dundon. Please feel free to bask in my glow. Yay! Thanks for downloading the Dundon pod. Coming up this week, I get ridiculed about where I've moved house to. The A30 roadworks are completed. Temple. What's it been like living in the middle of them for the last two years? Oh, and of course, after the dramatic news of Kovarak on Tuesday, all the flooding that happened in, in, in Kovarak, we discovered that no one outside of Cornwall can actually pronounce Kovarak. Enjoy the pod. We're starting with Temple Bants. We're nearly here. When It's this Friday. After two years, a, a little bit of overrunning. We never thought we'd get there. But the Temple Roadworks will be finished this Friday. They will be finished. Overnight closures in place. The, the, the average speed check cameras are starting to be removed. They're removing some, some bollards and cones and bits and pieces. It's, it's all getting back to normal. You can see it's all been resurfaced on the other side. The lines are painted. We, we've made it. It's this Friday. For all those times that you've rolled your eyes at the queue's likely sign after already being stuck in a two-mile-long queue... For all those times the idiots in the outside lane rolled past everyone else who was patiently waiting in line and cut in front of you. Soon, it will be worth it. We will have dual carriageway. And we'll see you in the queues at Carland Roundabout. No, no, it, it'll be great. The Temple Roadworks will be done. But won't someone think of the cones? These cones have stood there in all weathers, scowled at by motorists. The cones standing there keeping order and peace. And surely there's not enough storage for them all. So on Heart Drive time this week, it's Rehome a Cone Week. If you'd like a traffic cone, let us know why. We'll sort you out. 82122, start your text with Cornwall. What would you use a traffic cone for? We're looking for inventive suggestions too. You know, we, we just want to make sure there's, you know, plenty of good that will come out of the, the Rehome a Cone scheme. 82122, start your text with the word Cornwall and Rehome a Cone with heart. <clears throat> Please note you will not actually receive a traffic cone. These traffic cones are the property of Cormac and you cannot steal them, you feeding toe rag. Thank you. Let us know if you can offer a home to a cone. Uh, like uh, this text from Rog says, I'd like a traffic cone as a hat for Richard Trevithick's statue in Camborne. Excellent. Uh, Susan says, rehome a cone, I'd like one so I could go to the chippy and have it filled right up. Excellent work. Rehome a cone. Hi, Kirsty. Hello. Hello, rehome a cone. What 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 would you like one for, Kirsty? I'll turn it upside down, plant it, and plant some lovely flowers in the top to make it all cascade down to give the to give the cone oh. a second lease of life. Oh, that's 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 quite nice. And of course, uh, traffic cones already got a nice big drainage hole in the bottom. Exactly. Sorted. Perfect. Hey, I love it, Kate. Hey, you could even have one of those uh, flashing yellow lights on it, like a, you know, instead oh, of a solar-powered light, you could have one of them. No, it'd have to be it have to be, have to be fairy lights with bunting or something. Oh right, yeah. Are you, sorry, you've thought a lot about this, haven't you, Kirsty? Let's give them a fitting, you know, retirement. A good a good send off. Thank you, Kirsty. Yeah. All right. Bye. Another cone rehome. Let's go to Sam. Hi, Sam. Hello. Hey, yeah. Uh, so rehome a cone week. What would you do with a traffic cone? Well, we actually need five cones because oh. we're going to an underwater sea uh, underwater themed party and I'm going as a starfish. <laughs> See why you put one one on each leg, one on each arm and one on your head. Exactly. You well, got it. I can just imagine what that would look like. That's uh <laughs> I I'd, I'd quite like to see that. Sam, five cones to you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye bye bye. 
You're listening to Heart. Please note you will not actually receive a traffic cone. These traffic cones are the property of Cormac and you cannot steal them, you thieving toe rag. Thank you very much. And there's more Temple Traffic Cone Festival gossip coming up on the James Dundon podcast as we see the road open in Cornwall. How exciting. First, though, here's a clip from last Tuesday when the one show came to Cornwall. James Dundon. The boy's an absolute lunatic. It's Katy Perry on Heart. 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 Hello and welcome to Heart. I'm James Dundon and I'm James Dundon. Did you see the one show last night? Parenthood Beach. That's the first time I've sat through a whole episode of a one show. It was it was great. We had Matt and Alex, and they were on the, the famous uh, watering hole picnic benches, still looking exactly as they were. I mean, I thought, you know, they would have, you know, like pressure washed them off for Alex. No, 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 exactly as you'd expect. They, they were there sitting on the benches. They had Martin Clunes. They had the kooks, which I thought was a bit random. I thought I'd tuned into the TV. It was like 10 years ago. The kooks were back. Uh, also, they, they did this nice um, slot about uh, single-use plastics and how they damaged the beach and the countryside. Single-use plastics. And uh, while they did that feature, uh, plastic water bottles were on the picnic tables in front of them. Brilliant. James Dundon, hiya. You all right? It actually feels like there's some air to breathe today. Oh, didn't it? You know, I woke up this morning... I actually felt like I'd had my windows open. It was that nice, cool breeze going through. It's quite nice. We, we could do with a, a, a bit of cool weather. Because we're, we're running out of ideas before the school holidays start. We, we could just do a couple of days at home. Tomorrow, if we're a bit of a shock, a day of rain. Oh, no, it's literally going to wang it down most of the day. I, I think uh, I'm going to feel sorry for the workmen at Temple most because they're 24 hours now trying to get the blooming roadworks finished for us on Friday. So if you drive through Temple tomorrow, you will see them there, standing in the rain, in their day glow, wet through to their hard hats. So, you know, I reckon, though, there, there is a reason, deep down inside, where you, you're kind of pleased that it's going to rain tomorrow. You're ever so slightly like, ooh, rain, oh, OK. Because we haven't had that much of it. So it's all right, isn't it? It's only going to be a day, and it's going to be mild and sunny again. Uh, on the text, 8 why are you pleased it's raining tomorrow? I've got a reason. I'll tell you mine in a moment. You tell me yours, 8 I'll tell you why I'm pleased. Because I've been waiting for weeks, right? I've been waiting to fertilise my lawn. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a gardener. Is that... Uh, I, I'm going fer- to put fertiliser on it. Is fertilising it? I'm not saying I'm going to impregnate my lawn. That, that's, that's, you know when you say these things and you think, hang on a minute, I know nothing about gardening. Why am I talking about it? I'm just basically, I'm going to chuck some stuff on it and it says do it in heavy rain. So uh, I'll be doing that tomorrow. Uh, moving, moving swiftly on. Tam, you all right? Yes, thank you. Yeah, great. Why are you, why are you so pleased it's raining then, Tam? Well... It's the first time in ages over a bank holiday or holidays you've actually been able to drive anywhere without there being any traffic. I drove to Penzance this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so basically the holidaymakers aren't doing anything, they're not on the roads, that's what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not not sure that logic adds up, because usually when it rains, don't they just drive aimlessly? I I think it's... Thank you, Tam, let's go to Craig. Hi, Craig. Oh, hi there. Why are you pleased it's raining then, Craig? Well, you know, the car gets to go clean. Yeah, gets a little rinse through. Yeah, I must admit, I'm the same. My car's covered in dead flies and dust. It's horrible. 
Well, this is this way. You know, you can't get to good clean after any work. I like it. Nice one, Craig. All right, see you later. I love this. It's like a real show. James Dundon. Hi, yeah, this is James Dundon getting it home. You all right? Hi, yeah. Oh. Welcome to Dundon Supermarket Sweep. Yes. Shopping has never been so fun. Imagine me in-store radio. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Hey, got it covered. The tunes are on. Right, picture this, right? So you go shopping and all the stuff goes through the till and you pay for it and then they give you the receipt. And at the bottom of the receipt is a warning saying too much sugar. Or it says, your shopping's too high in fat. Uh, they uh, they want to do this. They they want because they do this on food packaging already. But now they want to tot it up at the bottom of your receipt, showing you how much sugar and fat and calories you have in your overall shopping, which <laughs> which would be shameful. Imagine doing that. The problem is because they tried this at the University of Birmingham. They did a study that, that showed people did think more carefully about what they were ringing through the till. Yeah, don't shame me. I mean, the thing is, it's too late. I bought it. What am I going to do? You've rung it through the till now. The thing, I mean, it could go a step even worse if a self-service till starts sounding a siren. That, you know, that would be too much. It's shameful enough already when I go through buying my bottles of tribute because they, they sell them as singles, so I'm there going, boop, approval needed. Boop, approval needed. Boop, approval. And everyone's going, cool, this guy's going to have a good weekend. Who's he? He's going, yeah. I haven't heard a lot of business in the news, and I think this is, like, game-changing. This is, like, mega news, right? Because the world will never be the same again. This will affect us all. France, going to ban diesel and petrol vehicles by 2040. Do you do that? We're going electric. Even Volvo have said in the next two years that Volvo are going to stop making cars that run on fuel. Battery cars only from Volvo, which I think is an end of an era, really, because we all know someone who drives a clapped-out Volvo estate in Navy. They, legendary. <laughs> so this is going to change everything. We're going electric. Remembering to charge your car every night. It's bad enough remembering your phone. How are we going to manage? I, and as a thought as well, I, ch- I charge my phone along when I'm driving. I, I've got an iPhone. I mean, I'll only make half a day. What am I going to do? Hey, thanks for continuing to listen to the Dundon podcast. So, uh, those coming up, including more from me. Temple Traffic Cone Festival, the roadworks completed. We had a lot of fun on the day that happened. First, though, I was slightly perplexed over the reviews on Amazon. Who bothers? When I buy stuff from, like, Amazon or whatever, I always look at the reviews. That's the first thing you do, but I'm pretty useless. I I always forget. I just don't do it. Ain't nobody got no time for that. But, but, you look at some of the reviews for things and you think, hang on a minute, who are these people writing this stuff? Some some people do go a little bit overboard. So, like for this, so on Amazon, bizarrely, you can buy a pack of Colgate toothbrushes for two pounds. Who knew? You why would you buy a pack of toothbrushes off Amazon? You go to a petrol station. I don't understand. Anyway, uh, we have a review here. Three genuine Colgate toothbrushes for less than £2, including postage. Seems pretty good value to me, especially when compared to high street shop prices. They arrived in two days, fully blister-packed, as you'd expect. These are identical to the toothbrushes I normally buy in the supermarket and do a very good job of cleaning my teeth. I am very pleased with my purchase. Who thinks of this stuff? It's just... it's ridiculous. James Dundon. Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? Tomorrow, the big day. Temple will be finished. We will have dual carriageway. It's just going to be like... I just... I cannot imagine it. Honestly, I just can't imagine it. Having driven through it a million times, I, I, I literally...
So we are doing hashtag Temple Forgiven. We are offering forgiveness to the roadworks for the times we've cursed them, for the times we've said, what a load of old rubbish. Uh, tell me your tales. Charlie said, I will forgive Temple for the time I was stuck behind a tractor that was doing only 10 miles an hour. You are forgiven. 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 Lauren says, can I offer forgiveness to Temple for the times I've driven through the 40 mile an hour average speed limit but not being able to move above 20? You are forgiven. 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 Uh, Stuart wants to forgive the Temple Roadworks for the time he was stationary eastbound on an August bank holiday and he looked up into the sky and saw Theresa May flying overhead in a flipping helicopter. You are forgiven. Forgiven. But you're not Theresa May. It's a party on Heart in Cornwall. Yes. Happy Temple Roadworks Day. This should be a Cornish Bank holiday, literally. It would, uh, the A30 at Temple is open and it is looking amazing. Uh, this morning they erected a podium with a microphone on top of the uh, the new flyover. One of those new flyovers. They, they have the dignitaries giving speeches into the microphone. Sadly, it was a bit windy, but, uh, well, it's quite exposed at bombing more, isn't it? But, uh, no, I'm going to say, so far, so good. Road looking great. It is open and flowing. Uh, hello, Pete, who's driven through it in his Arctic for the first time, and with the time that he saved, he stopped at Cornwall Services for a Maccas. Good one, Pete. Someone who texted me earlier was a lady called Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi, yeah, I'm fine, thanks again. Danny from Temple. You don't live in the Temple Roadworks, do you? I do. You're staying in the middle. <laughs> You're one of those houses. I'm one of the lucky few. Right, so how long have you lived at Temple? I've been here just over four years now. Right, so, so before... we knew about the roadworks. Uh, what, yes. what attracted you to live next to the A30? The tra- I'm not being rude, but the traffic noise must be blimmin' awful. Or well, do you like it? it? The fact it would be easy to get to work. I've got um, girls who have got ponies, and it's perfect for the the riding side of things. Yeah. Um, for you know, for the kids and and growing up in in the countryside or on the moors. Have you got have uh, you got views lovely. of the moors from your house? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, beautiful views. I'm looking out my kitchen window, and it's stunning. Yeah, I <laughs> bet. And I I used to live next to a main road, and I I, felt, I was really freaked out when I moved away because I it was like I was too quiet. Yeah. It, to be fair, it's not too bad. As you said, you do get used to it. Yeah. So just to pinpoint which house you are in this, your driveway, it, you have to drive out into the Temple Roadworks. How's that been for you? Well, it has been for the, since October last year when they closed the, the lay-by at um, the Temple Fisheries. Yeah. We've had to go back through Temple Village to the first Temple Junction and then literally drive right past my house again uh, just for a trip to Asda. It's an 11-mile round trip. What? Um, and that's been going on since October, and that's still going on because obviously they haven't done the temple flyover yet. So yeah, the road is open. Well, which this is, is great what, news. This is what I don't understand. So these flyovers, because there's like three or four of them. What what are these for? Are these just for you? Are they for the residents, or is there like a link I road? Would, I would 
Yeah, I would say mainly for the residents. We will use the Blizzlin one um, to take my granddaughter to school. Yeah, seems a lot of flyovers. I would have thought it'd be cheaper to buy, build another road running parallel alongside for for everyone to. But there you go. I, I, I'm I'm guessing they're, they're future proofing, or there's some sort of reason behind it. And uh, final question. And I've always thought this when I've driven through the Temple Road works because I, I look at this house all the time. Do you know who lives in that white farmhouse in the dip? No, I don't. It's obviously lifting. There's like net curtains over the windows and the barn is there, but... No, my, my husband knows them. Um, but no, I think it's an elderly couple yeah. that live there. I was guessing I, they've uh, been there for years and will not move. Yeah. I heard they moved to the back of the house while all the roadworks has been going on. Oh. It's quite a big house. I think they've moved to the back of it while, while that's been going on. Bless so. them. It must oh, be... Oh, hopefully uh... it'll be better for them soon as well. Well, it, it, it's always been a case, whenever I've driven past it, it's always reminded me of like those Chinese roadworks where you see where a house refuses to move and they yeah. build the road around <laughs> them. It's just like that. <laughs> It's but, a beautiful house, though. I can't blame them for not wanting to move. Well, fair play. <laughs> hey, look, I, I really, Danny, I really wish you all the best. Thank you. Happy Temple Traffic Cone Festival Day. <laughs> Thanks, James. Take care. Bye. Yeah, 14th of July. It should be a bang holiday. James Dundon Podcast. Thanks for downloading and listening. It continues now as I talk about my ridiculous house move. Everyone laughed in my face by the fact that I... Well, I'll just play the audio. You can judge for yourself. James Dundon. Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? Um, I see. Uh, the thing is, we, it's because we've been so waylaid with the Temple Road works, I haven't had a chance to tell you um, about... I, I haven't been, like, keeping it a secret from you, but I didn't want to bore you. I'm moving house tomorrow. I haven't I haven't been mentioning this because I only moved house four months ago and we did loads about it then. And, the, the, you know, I don't want to bore you. It's like, you know, tomorrow I'm moving again. I know, already. Four, f- just four months in. Uh, but that's not it. It gets even more random than that. And I'm going to have to get an expert opinion on my house move, I think. I've got Dave on. Dave is a, a man with a van. Afternoon, Dave. How's it going? Dave, oh, well, I'm all right. I'm a little bit stressed because I'm moving house this weekend, Dave. Well, you shouldn't be stressed. It depends if you have a good uh, removal company in place. Yeah, hey, see, you got your plug in there. I see what you did. Uh, but, uh, but <laughs> Dave, I don't know if I'll need one of your vans. Why is that? Because I'm moving three doors down. Those moves are actually harder because obviously the van is a break halfway between. You take a wardrobe down from upstairs, comes down all the way down the stairs. Oh. But on the van, you have a little break and go for something else. Obviously, if it goes straight to the other house, it goes straight down across the street 50 metres and up to the... Uh, to the top of the other house. It's actually harder move just moving just 50 metres, actually. You know, I think you're right with that one. Have you ever done that before? Has anyone ever... Have you ever come across someone who's, who's like, moved two or three doors down? Uh, literally straight across the street, uh, the opposite house. Because it is... It must be a common thing, I'm thinking. Because it is... I, I've eyed up this neighbour's house for a while because it's slightly bigger than mine. It's got a garden. So as soon as yeah. I saw them move out, I went to the agents. Oh, I'd like to... I'd like to have a transfer and did it that way. So it's like, I'm not completely well, there's nuts. All, there's always those people on the street you've been watching, you know. They're very tidy. They're very on it. They've got the big extension out the back. They've done all the garden. Nice uh, nice on the front. You think, oh, I could just move in there and I'll be, I'll be made. You got me. Hey, Dave, you're a star, mate. Have a great day. Hope you have a happy move. All right, cheers, buddy. Thanks for the call. Um, Yeah. So, you know, can you make me feel better, please? Because everyone who I've told so far about me moving house from number three to number six has frankly laughed in my face. Everyone thinks it's hilarious that I'm just moving to the house more or less next door. So if you've done similar, could you give me a text? I'm moving house tomorrow. Can I just say never, never laugh in the face of a person who moves close by again? This is a, I've had loads of texts. This is a really common thing. Moving house tomorrow, three doors down. 
Because um, I get a garden, I get a spare room, I get a bigger living room. Why wouldn't I? I know the area. I, I, I know the, the properties. It's a similar sort of property. The, the confusing thing is, though, um, it's going to be a mirror image of what I'm used to. It's similar layout, but totally on a mirror image. So I, I think I have the feeling I'm going to struggle with that, but it's it. Uh, Katie says, I moved house five doors down to get away from my neighbours, but could still hear them partying. Uh, Haley and Campbell moved three doors down. We carried all our stuff down the road. We were knackered. Hardest house move we've ever done. Oh, thanks, Haley. That's all I want to hear. Uh, let's go to... Who's this then? Uh, it's Jane from Zeela. Jane, your your uh, house move any good? I moved from number one to number two. It's just two houses. <laughs> just I outside Zeela. So literally <laughs> next door. And yep. uh, w- did it all work for you in the end? Was it okay? In the end, yeah, but it was a very stressful day. Oh, no. But I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help, though. If you've got lots of help, you'd be fine. Well, I've got two friends and me. Is that not enough? You're, well, it depends how much you've got. <laughs> I, I haven't got any of that. Thank you very much. Well, I, good. Yes. You'll be fine then. Yeah. I've got a lot of stuff. The thing is, because I, I only moved like four months ago, I chucked out so much stuff when I did that. So I am more or less sorted. Oh, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll okay. You'll be fine. Right. I, I did like the election when they had the army cadets in passing the ballot boxes down in a row. I, I was thinking about hiring in the, the, the army cadets. Uh, go for it. Yeah, Why not? They, they do, do it, I'm it. sure. Hey, thanks for that. Cheers, bye. See ya. So that was Friday, and now we go to Monday's show, Post House Move. So I moved house at the weekend, uh, only broke three table lamps and a wine glass. Winning. Um, and this morning I started the worst job ever, which is where you have to ring round the council tax and the water and the electric and the broadband, and you've got to close all the accounts, you've got to start new ones, and it's like, oh, God. It's just mind-numbing. You're just sitting there waiting for them to pick up. And Well, what, one thing I have noticed, and I I don't know if this is just... Well, I don't know. You might be able to tell me. Uh, maybe you know someone who works in one of these places or you, or, or you work there yourself. Why is it they always say, oh, sorry, my computer's on a go slow today, or, you know, oh, the system's been really slow, just bear with me, or I just put you on hold for a minute, the system's a bit, you know, it's, it's just uh, groaning a bit under the weight. What? Right, either every company has got absolutely blooming useless computer systems, or, or it's some sort of diversionary tactic that I'm not getting. What's the point of... I mean, are they putting me on hold to answer another call? So they get... Uh, is this what they do? I don't, I don't understand. Because I do notice but these companies are picking up the phone quicker these days. You don't usually get on hold for that long. It's like it rings you straight through. So is that what they do? They say, oh, the system's being really slow. Can I just put you on hold? And they go away for 10 minutes. And it's like, are they answering another call? Uh, this text came in saying, I work for EE in Plymouth. We do have moments when our computers get overloaded and it's really awkward to know what to say to a caller, so I just put them on hold. Well, thanks for your honesty. <laughs> and uh, this one says, I work in a call centre. I put people on hold when they're getting on my wick. What? I was being ni- I was really nice to everyone. Honest. The James Dundon podcast is the only place where you'll hear Love Island compared with Game of Thrones. That's next, after a little bit of a throwback from a couple of weeks ago when Andy Murray got knocked out of Wimbledon and it all got a bit awkward. Andy Murray, commiserations to Andy Murray, a Scotsman. Uh, Do do you remember... um, Quiet, quiet, quiet. When President Trump shouted down a reporter, you know, told him to sit down in the audience, President Trump got very rude in a press conference. 
Well, Andy Murray seems to have taken the leaf out of President Trump's book. Andy, Sam is the first U.S. player to reach a major semi-final since 2009. How would you describe Mail the... Player. I beg your pardon? Male player, right? Yes, <laughs> first male player. <laughs> That's for sure. Awkward, yeah. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah, all right, Murray. We'll get you home so you can... Uh, Watch Love Island. What percentage of the public think that Tyler is muggy? Yeah, you're going to watch Love Island, aren't you? No? No? Oh, yeah, because it's Game of Thrones, isn't it? Yes. No one will watch Love Island tonight. It's all about Game of Thrones. Love Island, prepare to die. You'll be gone. I, I don't know the actual figures, so I'll make it up. Uh, <clears throat> 1% of the population isn't into Game of Thrones. Oh, that's me, by the way. I've never, I've never watched a second of it. I've no idea what I'm talking about. But I've watched Love Island. Oh, I hate my life. Uh, no, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I, everyone I know is raving about it. Like, you know, and the thing is, you've got to watch it from a start for it to make sense. So, like, my friend... Um, he hasn't watched any of it. He's spent the last six weeks uh, watching the six seasons of Game of Thrones. He's like, it's like 60, 70 hours of... Like, he's been watching three or four episodes a day. That is commitment, isn't it, really? I, I kind of feel left out by it. Or well, if you're going to watch it tonight, enjoy it. Uh, if not, then, uh, you know, just, well, Love Island as it is. Right, dirty dog, am I? I am filthy. Hey, thanks for continuing to listen to the James Dundon pod. So, um... We had um, a little bit of fun on Tuesday's show because it was a bit special because we had a massive thunderstorm uh, hampering our south coast in Cornwall. And we very rarely get thunderstorms in Cornwall. It's something to do with our climate. We just don't see them. It's like once a year, that's probably it. Um, What we didn't know is the incident was about to be a little more serious in Coverack with that flash flooding that made the national news. And you'll hear that on the pod in just a mo. But we're going to start off with some little bits of fun that we had with the thunderstorms. Welcome to Heart in Cornwall. Oh, it's, uh, yes, well, it is a bit, isn't it, really? There's been nearly uh, 2,000 lightning strikes out to sea and now this bad boy's moved in on us, uh, currently uh, harassing Falmouth and surrounding areas. There's an there's a, a, a extra special weather watch that's been issued for around Falmouth because Falmouth, the problem with Falmouth is, it's like, you know, it's all low down and then all the rain rushes down the hills. So, if it, you know, if we're going to get the rain they're predicting, it's, it's going to be more flash flooding for Falmouth, I'm afraid. Uh, but, uh, um, yes, it's a big cell system that's moved I'm <laughs> I'm reading this from the Kerno weather team on Facebook I have no idea what I'm talking about it's a big cell system basically it's uh, yeah oh yeah big cell system um and then I looked on the Metro online, the Metro newspaper, uh, saying the thunderstorms mean it will feel visibly cooler. What does that mean? Visibly cooler. Well, uh, you got a storm headache. Oh, my God, my head. I feel like my head's going to burst, literally. And um, there's plenty of room in my head. I, I you know, uh, very, very stormy conditions, hot and humid. Uh, we need a storm to clear the air here in Lanson. Any chance? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Bazza. I uh, there's there's a lot. It's all along the south coast of Cornwall at the minute. Uh, hi, uh, hi to oh, it doesn't say a name on this one. Rumbles and grumbles in St. Column. That's nice to know. Laura in Plymouth. I hope this eases by the time I'm in the bed. 
I feel like I should read out some of these texts over some sexy music. We could... I think they'd make more sense, some of these coming in. Uh, Laura and Plymouth said, I hope this eases by the time I'm in the bed. Hello, Sue, who said, I'm in Red Roof. One flash. Uh, John texts me, Big Bang in Camborne. Heck. Hello, Barry, wet in Lanson. Uh... <laughs> Justin still going in Plymouth, is it? Well, that's good to know. Uh, certainly stormy conditions into the evening. Uh, crack open the wine, get out the scrabble. So let's fast forward to the next day. All over the national news, the little fishing village of Coverack, beautiful picture postcard place in Cornwall, got struck by flash floods, which tore apart the community. Luckily, no one hurt, no one injured. But we reflected it on Wednesday's show as people woke up to the devastation in the Cornish village. So with the Coverack floods, you will have seen a large house on the seafront beside the river. And the river, when it widened, it actually went through the back of the house. Uh, it bashed down the back door and all the windows and it filled the downstairs of his property up to the ceiling full of water. And luckily a firefighter saw what was happening, ran round the front of the property, smashed all the windows to let some of the water out because with that volume of water going into the property, I mean, the whole thing would have collapsed. Without a doubt, it would have gone. And this is the owner of that house, Chris Price. He showed out Andy Ballantyne around the inside. Crikey. Yeah. So even the walls are all mud splattered. As you say, must, that must have been door, door there's height. height. There's a height. Yeah. Yeah, so when I came here, I couldn't open the door because the water was up to here. But, um, you know, when the, when the water went down a bit, we could open the door, let everything out, and uh, it's just got to clean her up now, that's all. Uh, a little bit further back from that house is a resident called Angie Richards. She's living by the Bay Hotel. She says she's never seen anything like it. I've lived here all my life, and I've seen this house had water damage before, but nothing like this. We've done it before, and we'll do it again. And Stanley Richards is another resident who was the top end of the village. He saw the river flow start to increase. And, uh, you know, it started, you hear the rumbles and all, and, uh, and within minutes, you know, we've been bombarded with hailstones the size of marbles, like, you know, but it was horrendous. I could not see anything, could not... It was just guesswork going all the way down up through the village, and, uh, like I said, I think I was probably one of the last vans to get out, and uh, the lady working for who was parked at the top, she said, after I'd just passed, she said, then this little um, vegetable van then started floating down the hill, like, you know. Amazing to think no-one was hurt, isn't it? No-one was hurt in that incident, not even taken to hospital. There was no, no casualties, nothing. Uh, Cornwall Council, Cormac and the Environment Agency deserve some credit. A lot of hard work's been happening down in Coverack today. This flooding happened uh, when newsrooms were at their quietest across the country. People were on uh, TV and radio with limited resources and everyone was looking at each other saying, how do, how do you pronounce that? No one knew how to pronounce Coverack. Both roads into the village of Coverack have been blocked. Coverack, yeah. It's, uh, no, there's, there's uh, several variations in the pronunciation. The Coast Guard says it's airlifted some residents to safety in the village of Coverack. Coverack. No. Flash flood swept through the fishing village of Coverack in West Cornwall. No. Flash flooding hit the coastal village of Coverack. No. Everyone's saying Coverack, because I suppose that's how it's spelt. Cover, if you write it, it says Coverack. No. I mean, this guy styles it out, in fairness to him. Flash flooding in the seaside village of Coverack in Cornwall. See, he, he kind of says it Coverack, but he just... He, there's something about it... Just, either way, 
it would sound right. Do you know what? He, he kind of, he goes, what about the Welsh? How did the Welsh deal with it? This Welsh newsreader did this. Two people have been rescued by helicopter after thunderstorms led to major flooding in a coastal village in Cornwall. Yeah, he didn't say the name of the village, which is probably, you know, that's not a bad idea. Anyway, glad everyone's safe and well in Coverack. And the, the effort for the residents and the council and Cormac and the Environment Agency, they are cracking on. Well on with it. Heartcorn News on Facebook and Twitter for the latest. James Dundon Podcast. Before the end of the pod, we are having fun with emojis. No, seriously, that is possible. Get the avocado on standby. First, though, um, things making a comeback. A TV show and a band. James Dundon. They are laughing at you. You get very excited about bands getting back together. You know what? what? Well, you should prepare, grip onto something firm. A band getting back together. We've heard today Blazing Squad. Which, I guess, is this Love Island? Really? Is it? I can't believe that, that Marcel being on Love Island has led to the reunion of Blazing Squad. I mean, he's hardly mentioned it. I'm in a band called the Blazing Squad. Blazing Squad. Blazing Squad. Like I was from the Blazing Squad, innit? Blazing Squad. I used to be in a band, innit? Do you remember the Blazing Squad? I used to be in a band. Blazing Squad. Blazing Squad. Blazing Squad is, uh, yes, he was, he was in a band called Blazing Squad. Apparently, the reunion is on. Uh, which I'm surprised. Gosh, they're all out of prison. And uh, and the Blazing Quad will reunite. They're going to go on tour and play all of their hit. And uh, uh, so on the text, we could probably do better than Blazing Squad, but that's the news that came out today. Could we... Could we th- th- collective thoughts. What would you like to be seen brought back? Well, not just bands. We're thinking anything. TV shows, um, even things in Cornwall that you miss, like particular shops, any... Anything you want, we're going to uh, make a list of dreams and try and delay the Blazing Squad bit. We've got Rob from Penzance on. You all right, Rob? What, what do you think? Coming back, you'd like? Uh, Woolworths, if you could. Woolworths? Yeah. You what? Um, right, I'm going to say something controversial to you, Rob, because Woolworths is... Uh, I, I agree, it's very good, and I've still got a set of fairy lights that I put in my Christmas tree every year that came from Woolworths. Very, very good produce. But, but, why don't you just go to, like, the range? That's the same, isn't it? No, no, you can't beat Woolworths. Um, it's got tradition. W- Wilkinsons? No, sorry, James, you won't get me on that one. Ah, oh, uh, Trago- <laughs> Tragos. Tragos. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of Trago. Hey, you see, you're so old Thanks school, up. Rob. Bit of a trek, though, to Trago from Penzance. Yeah, that's the yeah, Feb. Well, everywhere is from Penzance. Good one, Rob. Thanks, that buddy. Thanks a lot, James. Gail's in Penring. Gail, what would you like to see bought back? Cornwall Coliseum. Oh, now, oh, who did you go and see at Cornwall Coliseum? Crikey, it's so long ago. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, I'm in my 40s now. It wasn't quite a while ago. It was, it was like a, a who's who of, of anyone. I can't believe the oh, names that Cornwall yeah. used to... I thought, right, because it was right by the beach, I reckon they used to have a little cheeky holiday, didn't they? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that has to be the best. Rock and roll. Can you remember uh, one single person you went to see, Gail? Uh... You can't, can Shirley you? Bassey. Shirley Bassey. Shirley Bassey. <laughs> of all the people you remember, Shirley Bassey. Well, there you oh, go. No. How mad is that? Yeah, well, good news about Blazing Squad getting back together then. If Shirley Bassey is the best oh. we can come up with. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gail. <laughs> all right, hey, you'll never guess what's coming back. Yes! The weakest link. Going to be making a return. Apparently, Anne Robinson is. Uh, Goodbye. No, hello, Anne. You're coming back. 
I think I think she saw the BBC wages that were published today, and Anne Robinson thought, "I'm having some of that." She, yeah, goodbye. She's gonna come back. Uh, the weakest link, which was always, I loved it when uh, the contestants gave the silly answers, and Anne just sort of did her stone face. Christy, in UK geography, the road called Watling Street that now forms part of the A5 was originally built by which civilization? Apes. The Romans. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when she just looked down at people like that. Although sometimes she did lose it. She, she dropped the act. Which dog was sacred in ancient China? Um, Alsatian. Pekingese. Paul, in the human body, what medical condition does hypertension <laughs> describe? High blood pressure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious stuff. <laughs> Alsatian. He's <laughs> got a very strange sense of humour. And finally, on this week's Dundon Pod, we are celebrating emoticons. You know, emojis. Yeah, those things. Where there's an actual day dedicated to emojis. And on Monday, I put a listener to the emoji test. You heard about the new emojis we're going to get later on this year. Apple has teased us today. After Emoji Day yesterday, Apple today has teased us with the brand new emoticons they'll be releasing. We're going to have an exploding head, as in mind blown. And uh, a handsome bearded dad... Just looks like a bearded bloke. A coconut and a person doing yoga. Of course, of course we are. Emojis. I've got Katie and Liscard on. Katie, you're a self-obsessed emoji queen, aren't you, Katie? Yeah. Well, I want to play a game with uh, word association with emojis. Oh, God. So okay. I, I describe to you an emoji. You tell me the first thing that comes into your head. You're going to say an emoji? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what's right. Okay, go on. Exactly. Right, here we go then. Uh, starting with... Face wearing a medical mask. I'm being sick. Yeah, uh, smiley face with sunglasses. My husband thinking he's cool. <laughs> face screaming in fear. My toddler on a daily basis. <laughs> um, uh, aubergine. Oh my gosh, I I can't even tell you what I think. Right, thank you. And <laughs> finally, a croissant. A croissant. Don't... I don't even know I want a croissant, but I love that there is. I tell you what I always think when I see the croissant emoji, and maybe this is this is just me, I, I always think it looks like a pasty. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, there should be a pasty emoji. Yeah, well, there? there isn't. I use a croissant, that's why, because it's, it's the same oh shape. Thanks for downloading. Please subscribe. Please give us a review as well. If you've enjoyed any of it, you can catch me live weekdays 4 till 7 on Heart in Cornwall and subscribe to me and, and if you go on social, social media... Facebook, Twitter, Insta, at Dundon Radio. Number one next week. See ya. James Dundon.